Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, this episode we sit down with Yaniv, a personal trainer. Now, the episode's a little bit weird because the internet does uh, cut off a little bit, so some of the parts might seem a little choppy, but it doesn't take any value away from the content of the show. So, let's get on with the show. All right, Yaniv, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Yeah. So, uh, tell me more about the nature of your business. Nature of my business. So I am a personal trainer, independent personal trainer now. Used to be work. I used to work for Good Life, but uh, as of not not really too long ago, I am I started my own personal training business, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I while I can work with anyone, uh, but I think my business is more tailored towards you know older clientele. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I like looking at joint health and longevity rather than mm -hmm. just doing things for the ego. And that's how okay. I do my own lifting, my own lifting as well. Okay. That's a really different from 99% of the personal trainers out there, or at least what I see on Instagram anyways. Everyone's trying to help people become like a 1% I mean, body fat I know, influencer. Uh, being an influencer is an insult to uh, fitness. <laughs> you know, but again, in, you know... While I do use Instagram to post some uh, fitness content, it's more like, you know, it's more like a, I use it like a portfolio, mm -hmm. you know, like an artist would do that too. Uh, so it's, you know, just check out some things I do and I talk about them too, or I write about things as well there. Okay. Um, you know, and plus, you know, speaking how, uh, looking at how you said um, that, you know, it's different than 99.9% .9 of uh, personal trends. I mean, I do know a personal trainer in the area who is really successful and he's been training people for like 17 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, he was, he was saying that older people are generally the best clients just because mm -hmm. the nice thing about older people are they have the money, they have the time. And that's usually when they start to think about their health because you know, they, mm -hmm. they stop working they're you know, just, Hmm. The doctor's been telling them for three decades that they should probably start yeah. thinking about it <laughs> and, and plus listen all these uh baby boomers are getting older and older so you know uh i definitely can uh i can definitely take advantage of that uh huge population boom oh yeah yeah especially with uh senior care is going to be a near to the long term but then right now it seems to be health and um future proofing is a term that right. i hear a lot too yeah make it make it so that people can enjoy their lives you know mm -hmm. yeah so when did you realize that you wanted to work with an older demographic instead of the, the younger ones? Uh, that I think was more, uh, you know, when I, dis when I was thinking about where I want to work, because I, I don't want to commute far for work. I like, I already like where I live. You know, I live in, you know, I'm living in Thornhill. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Thornhill definitely are a lot of older people here. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone's really nice here. And I already know the, I, I know the, the demographic of the community in general. So I figure why not just work with what I have here? And that mm -hmm. just so happens to be a lot of old people. Yeah. So, and i you know, and I, I usually find from my experiences, old people seem to uh, like me and just want to spill their, like tell me everything about their lives. So okay. <laughs> might as well build a business around that. Okay. Tell me more about that. They want to tell you about their whole lives. Yeah. I, I, I just, you know, I, I talk with people all the time. Like just today I was talking to a few people, uh, potential clients and, uh, you know, they're older and, you know, 
they just want to, they have a lot of things that they want to say, but usually they don't have many people to talk to. I mean, you know, they might have kids, but their kids live elsewhere. And, and you know, a lot of times kids don't talk with their parents anymore. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's nice for, it's nice to talk to someone who is showing interest in what they have to say and adding mm -hmm. meaningful things in return. Okay. So, I mean, that's anyways what I, that's part of what I wanted to do as a psychologist as well, because like, I did study psychology and, um, mm -hmm. that's also part of my interest. Okay. And is psychology something that you're looking to do as well, or is that something you're integrating into your personal fitness practice? Well, at, at the moment I do still want to go do psychology in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I just did my undergraduate degree and I'm, you know, I do want to do prep for getting masters and maybe PhD. We'll, we'll see what kind of path I will take, mm -hmm. but I definitely need to do the masters. And so, um, you know, and I, I definitely want to, I don't want to stop doing the fitness for sure. I, I love fitness. It's like, I like, it's like, I like making life uh, great, you know, like look at health and wellness from a holistic mm -hmm. point of view, rather than just one approach, you know, and mm -hmm. I figure why not look at things from a psychological point of view and physical point of view so that you can get the best of both worlds. Yeah, or biopsychosocial, as they say in the uh, yeah. psychology world. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, exercise, surprisingly, does a large amount to mental health and wellness. Like, I have a pretty sedentary lifestyle, so I find that if I'm really tired during the day, I need to do some sort of physical action and get the blood flowing, and that will actually make me less tired and make me awake again. As opposed Absolutely. to if I just... I mean, yeah, yeah I compared to if I just, like, took a nap when I'm really tired, I'd actually be more tired and depressed after I wake up. Yeah. That's, that's, I find with naps, uh, I, it, there's like a, what's the term? Uh, you know, there, it's just that there's a period after I wake up that I'm pretty groggy usually from a nap, not regular sleep, just from a nap. And it takes time for there, uh, for me to be more awake and generally, you know, definitely movement is medicine. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about this idea lately. Uh, you know, when you look at human, when you look at history, whether you like earth's history, you know, you look at human history and you look at, uh, you know, animals before and now, I guess, um, you know, they're always looking to, uh, you know, they're just, they're always moving around. They always, um, they, you know, they need to think about, how to use the calories they have. Well, we have usually uh, a lot of calories available to us. Not that yeah, I'm, collecting, I'm collecting compound interest on my calories. It's my retirement fund. <laughs> retirement fund. Well, if only you could sell calories and, uh, and, and, or you can, you can make money off calories. Well, you can. You just have to make them tasty. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, definitely you know, not only like, but also like looking at like how movement is medicine. Um, like when I think about how I would work in psychology, I would definitely want to look at helping people um, with, you know, lifestyle changes, mm -hmm. you know, because again, as you were saying, you feel better when you're moving around, do some type mm -hmm. of exercise. And of course, you know, sometimes you definitely need to help people with medicine, for instance. I mean, I, I, did, a th I did a thesis in, in schizophrenia. You know, it would be ridiculous yeah. to say someone with schizophrenia does not need antipsychotics. No, they definitely do need them. But 
you can still help them out by do by using additional approaches like a psychosocial approach and also just you know getting them to live like a healthy person Mm -hmm. they're still a human you know uh, they should still respond well to moving around and going outside, feeling the front, you know, breathing in some fresh air. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I want to do with everyone, regardless of what their issues are. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So definitely the psychology part will help you get deep into the clinical side, but then of course the physical health and wellness, that's just generally good for everyone. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when did you realize that becoming a personal fitness trainer, that this was something that you had to start doing? Um, I, I had an interest in being a personal trainer, like around a year ago, I started to think about, you know, uh, because why I want, why I got an interest, um, in addition to having, you know, just a passion for fitness, I, you know, I wanted to have a business in psychology and I thought, you know, it's hard to do that right now because you need an advanced degree for that, but maybe I can. Get a, have a practice career, a practice business uh, mm-hmm. in personal training, you know, because uh, I can start that now and I can also use that as a way of income when I be in graduate school because, you know, many people are in graduate school, they're either working, they're maybe not doing a job or they're working some silly job, whatever, and I can be like, I have my own business. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm doing something really cool for myself. Yeah. And so I thought, why not? And But over, over the, the months that went by, I started thinking, yeah, I can definitely do it like that, but maybe I can integrate it into my psychology or who knows, like it's, it's, as it evolves, I can, there are more, there, the opportunities expand, you know, I can think, mm-hmm. how can, what can I do with this in the future? Mm-hmm. So definitely not getting stuck into one lane, but being able to diversify your different interests and also integrating the different interests together as well. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you could start your business all over again, what would you do different this time? If I had to start business all over again, hmm. what would I do? That's you know, it's definitely a, you know, it's a tough question. Um, I guess I guess I just want to be, you know, more aggressive with uh, with pursuing uh, more leads. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I can put into action now. It's not like, you know, it's not like I need to say, Oh, I, uh, needed to go back in time. It's too late. Like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it just make thing. it could just make things more, you know, m- more productive quicker mm-hmm. or take advantage of resources that I have available to me so that I can learn to be a better trainer, better, tra- mm-hmm. better trainer and better business person. Yeah, but again, I can do that now as well. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think I did anything that, you know, there's no turning back from. Right. Yeah. So it's not some sort of magical thing in the past that if you did this, it would have been better. It's more of just fundamental principles that you can practice now that if you have practiced them better at an earlier place, then you would be a little bit further than you are right now. Yeah. I mean, really, that's, I, I mean, if you don't screw up in life, you know, making crazy mistakes in general, I think most changes that people can make to their lives, you know, that they would, that they would say for this kind of question, they could mm-hmm. just apply then as well. It, you know, it's the best time. It's like the best time for exercise or the best time to start exercise is right now. Mm-hmm. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. 
it's like no different diet and exercise and discipline to follow through the routine, which, um, everyone knows, but everyone's always looking for a magic pill or some secret technique or some crazy trendy workout program. I think they're less into the crazy training, uh, program and more into the, the magic pill. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why, uh, get rich quick schemes are so popular. I mean, they don't, you, they, they pretty much never work, but they definitely are popular because everyone likes the idea of may, of making money or profiting or whatever without having to put in any work into it. Really, you probably have to put in a lot more work than you expect you have to put in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but with that being said, typically in any discipline, in any field of life, there are certain things that are more efficient than others. So what are some of the things in personal fitness that is generally ineffective that people do and what are some of the things that actually have the greatest effect um well, i guess ineffective would be um many people when when they look at popular fitness so they go on instagram again there's good content on instagram too but the bad content definitely reigns supreme so if you're there are two things that can go wrong either you do something that's just just horrible for you like it's going to be harmful that Mm. obviously is not going to do well for your fitness uh let's say either it's an exercise or do a certain exercise uh or let's say a weird diet or whatever you know i'm not i don't advocate diets i advocate just eating well in a way that works for you Mm. something that you know works for your goals and that you can adhere to um there's that um or there's also getting excited over all these different things and always wanting to change their exercise routine up. Like you do need to change things up, but Mm -hmm. you don't change it too often. You need to, you know, you need to use periodization Mm -hmm. uh, for your routines. I mean, that's what I believe anyway. Uh, Some people might disagree with that, but okay. You know, I'd I'd love to talk. I was going to say like, it's like many women from who I talk to anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, they seem to believe that, they need to, for them to train, they need to do things, you know, that are specifically advertised for women. And with that, it's advertised oh, for women. Looks like we're... Our silly thing, like step on a BOSU ball and hold the weights and kind of balance, like that's just harmful. That, that's just risky and dangerous. Like if you train like a man, you know, in a sense, you'll get good results. It's not like, you know, it's just, if you want... Do, don't do an exercise just because it's popular. Do an exercise because it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so just summarize again because I think it lagged a bit. Um, you mentioned a lot about gender-specific, especially targeted towards women type of exercises, that there really isn't such a thing as gender-specific exercising, but that if you just exercised like a man or like proper exercise, proper form, then the results will be good. Yeah, in general. Like there are not many differences uh, between men and women when it comes to training. Yeah, women don't, it takes longer for women to build muscle uh, mm-hmm. than men, of course. And, but one benefit that women have over men, for instance, is that they recover much quicker. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, there's some research out. It was like saying that uh, when we, men and women were doing, uh, when they were doing bench press training to mm-hmm. till failure, uh, I don't, I don't remember all the details of the study, but it was saying that the men needed two to three days to recover. Well, the women only needed four hours to recover. Four. That's crazy. 
Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know if it's that low, but but I do. I definitely believe that uh, there is a big a disparity between how much uh, time men need uh, for recovery and how much time women need for recovery. I mean, I've definitely mm-hmm. seen that. I, I I've seen that conclusion many in many places from reputable sources. Okay. Yeah, and you also mentioned that, like, maybe if when we do get into gender specific uh, training practices, that those are mostly for aesthetic, right? Because right now glutes are the big trend for yeah yeah for sure i mean you know like many women uh that i've talked to are not that interested in getting big biceps you know and big Mm -hmm. pecs again depends on what your goals are but i'd say it's sufficient if you have adequate strength to do the things that you want to do in life Uh, Mm um you know but definitely many women look into you know making their butts larger and so on and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know they do it in a safe way Mm -hmm. A safe way that allows them to because injured. What's the point? Mm-hmm. So as long as you're practicing in a safe way, yeah. As, like as you know, as long as you're exercising a safe way, or rather, if the exercise is going to cause harm for you, there's no point. So you should mm-hmm. always exercise in a safe way that you can continue uh, working out. Because if you get injured, you know, there's no point. You know, because you can you might be out for so long, depending on what the injury is. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, if you get a bad shoulder impingement, you'll be out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually. I mean, you can still train your legs in some ways, but uh, you know, definitely a shoulder impingement is horrible if it's a really bad one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked a bit about the, th- the ways in which um, things are ineffective when it comes to, um, I guess a lot of the, the, fit, the fitness knowledge out there. What are some things that are actually very effective that people should take into consideration? Uh, people need to add more consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they said earlier, they should not be switching up all their exercises all the time. Like uh, with periodization, you want to have, you want to do a, an exercise program for, you know, like maybe it could be for a few weeks, could be for a couple months. Uh, and then you want to, and then you want to, switch it up a bit, maybe switch up some of the orders of the exercises, maybe change up the frequency a bit of what you're uh, like the volume throughout the week, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, because that will help you uh, progress because it not just progress, but it helps you prevent plateaus because many people are doing the same exercises over and over again. And then they wonder why they're not seeing any improvements. That's definitely uh, one way to always improve or to, mm-hmm. to see improvements for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely, you also want to progress. You want to use progressive, uh, or rather, you want to progressively overload your muscles. So that just means you want to challenge your muscles uh, each workout. But don't over-challenge them. You, know, you don't want to lift at maximum intensity because that's, that can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to lift necessarily at too low intensity. But definitely, you can break down intensity into more than just weight because weight, weight is more useful in a sense for – for newer, uh, new people to exercise. Because the thing is they can keep increasing the weight for a while. But when you're very advanced, right, you might not be able to just continuously increase weight because you might be at a peak for that. But mm-hmm. you can change up other factors such as tempo, uh, volume, and so on in order to, uh, in order to continue seeing benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are other ways to improve such as just diet you know 
when I say diet, I don't mean going on diet. I just mean proper way of eating and sleep well. And in general, work hard, but rest harder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a huge stereotype in, um, I see this a lot in the, the, actually probably less so now in the personal fitness Instagram pages that, that I, that I follow. Um, a lot of it is a big issue in the entrepreneurial world, which is just this idea that you have to keep working until you literally collapse and, um, start, I don't know, like, I guess, I guess like having like hallucinations and mental breakdowns. This idea that if you're not on the edge of burnout, you're not working hard enough. You want to add, again, you want to adequately recover. If you work too hard and start damaging your, you know, your joints, start damaging mm -hmm. your connective tissue. You're not, you're going to lose all, it's going to vastly limit your capacity to exercise. And it's also going to impact your daily life as well. You know, it won't be fun to do regular activities, you know, both normal things that you need to do like errands and, you know, more fun activities that you do at home. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, if you can't do that, it's also good. You, you won't be working out. You won't be doing fun things at home. And that's when your quality of life will start to go down. So mm -hmm. work hard, don't work too hard and, and rest harder. Mm -hmm. I can also imagine it being really discouraging for people who are trying to get disciplined in exercising because if you hurt yourself early on, then now you're starting to build a negative association with uh, working out because it's painful. It hurts me. Um, as opposed to seeing results, feeling good and consistently developing those habits to keep going back. Well, I, I mean, I definitely suggest people to, uh, to definitely learn about how to do things in proper form. And if they get injured, it's okay. It happens. Uh, take the time that you need to recover, but learn about, uh, the injury that happened, learn about why it happened, how you could, uh, help it recover and how you can prevent it in the future. And you're not preventing injury by not working out at all. There are plenty of injuries that happen without working out. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you, again, as you become older, your, your muscles atrophy. And so, you know, if you, if the, if they start acting, you're going to be really weak in regular things. Like your, you know, your, your back muscles, for instance, will be very weak and you're going to start having a very poor posture, which is going to cause pain and so on. And who needs that? Mm -hmm. you know, strengthen your back, for instance, you know, like don't, you know, learn, learn about what you should do for yourself. I mean, that's, you, yeah, that's why people hire a personal trainer, but technically people can do my own job for themselves if they're looking to really invest the time into it. But if they're not, that's okay. I will definitely try to teach them how to do good things for themselves and I will look after them mm -hmm. while also giving them uh, challenging work to do. Challenging mm -hmm. that, again, not too challenging and not, yeah. you know, and not too easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in your pace, your, your, the benefit of going with a personal trainer like yourself sounds like um, basically getting the information that they need in a faster and more efficient yeah, way because you are oh, oh we're lagging a bit there yeah um can you say that again okay. okay so it sounds like the benefit of going with a personal trainer like yourself would be getting the information that the right information consistently faster and also having an expert pace me at a level that is appropriate to where i'm at without bur without um injury and me burning myself out so I heard, you know, you're asking about the, uh, about the technical know-how. Uh, that definitely is a good reason to go to a personal trainer. 
one problem though is some personal trainers don't know what they're talking about while mm -hmm. others do it, it it's easy to become a personal trainer it's hard to be a really good personal trainer you need to mm -hmm. invest so that's what i try to do with my with my with myself and i mean people do tell me that uh, i seem to know a lot which is always good to hear mm -hmm. uh but i don't want to ever say i know everything because I don't. Uh, I go to always look to learn more, see how I can do better for myself and how I can do better for uh, uh, current and future clients. Um, mm. Of course, another reason to go to a personal trainer is that you need accountability. Because for the most part, who are the people who need a personal trainer? People who lack the motivation or the consistency. It's, yeah, of course, like an athlete might need a trainer too because they, don't, they might not have the technical know-how, but they have a goal in mind. But for the most part, people need someone to remind them that, hey, you need to go work out. You, know, you need to work out. You need to sleep well. You need to eat well. You know, you're going to, this is, this is your medicine rather than getting sick and having injuries and then having to take medicine or do therapies to fix your problems. It's better, you know, better to prevent problems and, have, and have to fix them. Mm -hmm. All right. And if our audience here wanted to get in contact with you to learn more about what you do and how to do it, how could they find out more about you? Well, they can search up my Instagram at train with Yaniv. Uh, that's just, you know, train with Yaniv, Y-A-N-I-V. Mm -hmm. uh, they can also go on Facebook, um, search up train with Yaniv. Um, business card, that's the front of it. Oh, it's like an upside down Metallica logo. <laughs> it reminds me of that for yeah, yeah it's contact info on back yeah and all that stuff's going to be cropped on here as well yeah thank you yeah um but yeah um oh and i guess uh shout out to vistaprint because you know what they're really awesome with uh, you know like if you have a business car good with that honoring them like they it's not it's inexpensive and they'll, they'll do a pretty good job of it plus you can make corrections with it so mm -hmm. you know, don't waste your time doing something you suck at play to your strengths under weaknesses all right thanks for coming on the show all right thank you that's all for this interview so don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell to stay up to date with the different interviews that we have with more business owners